So where do we start here, man? I'm I'm recording. Been recording. We're getting we, after we've it. done been recording. We done been recording, we've man. Been after. Oh shit, man. So yeah, I guess I guess the big thing is uh what what have you been listening to? Because I can see it here spread out, but uh is there anything else that uh, we got here? What 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 have you been spinning? Well, okay, so Katie and I have been working out more regularly uh in the garage, which has been pretty dope. Yeah. Um and you so wait you get to pick what you guys listen to whenever you work out together no 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 let's not get ahead of ourselves here uh if it was up to me i would be listening to generally what you refer to as sad boy music uh just because like you know i'm working out i'm exercising i don't i don't need to be more amped up i just need to be less amped up so i can get through whatever it is that i'm working on and then you know move on with my life Katie's the exact opposite. Katie wants like white girl clubbing music. And so we compromise and we listen to white girl clubbing music. And mm. it's uh it's not I mean it's actually not that bad. Uh yesterday we were listening to uh glowing review. Glowing review. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Yesterday so so because I get to control Spotify, yesterday we were listening to uh my summer rewind playlist, which is a whole bunch of random songs that I was listening to last summer like last june and july okay and it has a whole wide variety of songs like humble kendrick mm-hmm. lamar that's a great workout song and um, but then we also have marvin gaze ain't no mountain high enough that's right that's right and we also have uh start we have like all day kanye west uh it was a good way good day by ice cube uh there's a lot of kendrick on here some outcasts flowrider Apparently, last summer I was listening to a lot of Flowrider. I don't. God, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have brought that up, but that's fine. I don't know what that's all about. Um, it's going down for real, dog. Yeah, uh, just it's like a mix of like chill, like beats and jazzy shit, and uh, and damn, you got bad and bougie on there, and hip, shit. yeah, and like hip hop rap, which is not bad workout music actually, and it has yeah, by far the best workout song of all time. Eminem's till I collapse. Number one, number worldwide number one best workout song of all time. No, are you disagreeing with me right now? That's the facts, Chief. <laughs> Chase knows what's up. It's, it's incredible. Up. You can uh, you can just from the opening notes of that song instantly teleport it back to my high school weight room. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like the moment that song starts playing, like my my hands, my palms get sweaty. And I'm ready to PR something. I don't know what it is, but I'm definitely it's, ready to PR something. It's wild how, like, in my head, I like I get teleported back to that 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 time of my life, and I'm just like, in my head, I'm like this badass, like squatting and bench pressing and doing pull ups in my high school gym. But if I if I knew I could, if I was there now watching myself, I'd just be like, that's the shittiest mover I've ever seen in my life. He's going to hurt something. And like everything else, it's like one of those things where everything's moving in slow mo around you, but you just see the guy like <laughs> looking retarded, <laughs> moving all retarded. Like, <laughs> so what have you guys been listening? To? Well, you you guys have much better, uh, you guys have much better like training practices. I think more consistent training practices than Katie and I did. So I feel like you and you and Linda have already figured out which one of you gets to pick the music when you guys are working out together. <laughs> I I get to pick it sometimes. Some, sometimes I'll just get into the garage earlier and like put it on, and then like 
you know, it's just like, oh, I can't, I can't do anything about it. Nice. It's, already, it's already playing mine, you know? Uh, so when it's my, my option to, to uh, pick what music's getting played, it's, it's a lot of tool. It's a lot of future. And uh, it's a lot of run the jewels. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to all of this, uh, to all of this, uh, Linda describes that music as just not good music. How dare she? I know it's, it's pretty hurtful. She's just like, your music's so angry and intense and just not good. And I was like, which one is it? Is it angry and intense or is it not good? You have to pick one or the other. Yeah. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, we've been, we, the, I will tell you this. So Katie and I have been doing some more like, you know, we have all these cardio machines in the, in the garage. We have a ski erg and a bike erg and a rower and an assault bike. Fuck that thing. We don't use that thing. But we have all these different machines. And so we've been doing more cardio interval stuff. And uh, there's definitely something about like a good, you know, watch the throne song or run the jewels song coming on at the right moment during uh, an interval that actually makes the Help. suffering. Yeah, it makes the suffering less. I agree with that. For that brief, brief moment, it just feels—it feels like you can actually survive that 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 interval, which is, you know, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we were doing a we were doing a piece a couple weeks ago, and I played "Watch the Throne" from front to back. And you know, when Otis is on, that was the best. That was the best four minutes of the workout. Granted, Otis is at the beginning of the album, so (laughs) I was I was in trouble, man. because it feels like you're suffering less, so you push harder because you're like, I'm invincible. There's definitely not 40 minutes left of work. Right. And there is. And then there you, is. The and song then, yeah. stops. You end up suffering more afterwards. The problem is also most of my playlists are mixes of a lot of different things. So it might be playing, you know, it might be playing Till I Collapse, which is super badass. And then the very next mm-hmm. song could be like... We're doing it. Yeah. Oh my God. Get those burpees. Yes. All those intervals. It's perfect. By the way, that song, that song is awesome, but it's not a good workout (laughs) song. It's not a good workout. No, no one named, no one named Lola Marsh has ever written a good workout song. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. (laughs) So, so for, for that reason, for that reason, I, I don't play many of my playlists because like it's it's just like that it'll be like uh we go from tools by carious and then it's like turtles all the way down by sturgill and you're just like whoa <laughs> the whiplash the whiplash is real the whiplash yeah. is real so so a lot of times i just play albums like front to back like we did uh shit what what's the tool album with uh with the with the song that's all in german but it's like a baking recipe. Is that Anima? Yeah, that's Anima. Yeah, we played Anima from front to back, and it's like eight thirty at night, and it's it's loud. So my neighbors just hear like this guy yelling in German, and the sound of like barbells and like uh, rowing equipment making noise. I'm sure it was lovely. Yeah, I, that, I would love to be one of my neighbors. That song, that song also is is quite aggressive since it's all backwards like all the sounds are sampled in reverse so it sounds particularly hellish and yeah. jarring i love it 
Yeah, it's a good song. I, I love that type of stuff whenever I'm working out. Uh, Linda, on the other hand, her playlist is essentially like whatever Spotify's like top uh, 25, top 50 is, or it's like a playlist of all the like popular TikTok songs. Oh my god! So, so you know, it's um. Luckily, luckily for me, is when it, whenever I'm working out, whenever she's playing, I try to make sure the workout's like really awful, so I'm not even there. I'm dead. I'm, I'm dead. Steve Jobs is dead. Oprah's dead. Do you know what I'm talking about right now? No, is that that sounds oh, like geez. a Kanye quote? <laughs> yeah, it's Kanye on Ellen DeGeneres. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> sent you sent that to me. You sent that to me. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't Disney's it, dead. Yeah, it shows like a really confused look on Ellen's face, right? yeah man that's that's a great clip clip i wish i had the link to send it to you so we could throw it up um but yeah man uh music music and workouts definitely has a major impact on the overall performance level or perceived performance level um and that that was something that was something that i kind of like wrote up in the show notes uh that i want to talk about is like the impact of music on a tv show and whenever it whenever a tv show like nails it either with the soundtrack the score or whatever song they decide to use for like the credits like how much how much does that make an impact for you for me it's huge it's it's absolutely huge and it's not just uh it's not just tv shows and movies and stuff like um you know, there's, there's like, obviously when you're making, so I guess, I guess the, the, the answer to your question is almost like twofold, right? Cause there's times where a movie or a TV show or even a video game uses like an existing song and they plug it in and it's, it's perfect for the environment and the moment they use it for. And then there's times where like the song that's created for that, that TV show or that movie or that video game is so good that you actually add it to your rotation Yes. After the fact. The the Adidas commercial where they used all day. So all day started as an Adidas commercial. Did it really? First play. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. That's one of my favorite Kanye West songs. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty confident that that's where it was first played. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man. But there's, it's also... Also, the other side of that is sometimes they like don't nail it. Right? Oh yeah, and it's just like completely, like completely ruins it. But there's but, yeah, okay. there's a uh, there's an example like one example of a song. I don't remember. Uh, I think it's from the Matrix. It's the song from the uh, lobby scene, uh, and it has this really great like baseline to it. I'll see if I can pull it up real quick because that's an example of a song that. Uh, really really nails it i believe it's called spy break so that that baseline is so perfect for that moment yeah and i listen i've never listened to that song since that that movie came out <laughs> like that's this is the first time i've even looked up that song i had no idea what it was called or who had made it it's spy break by propeller heads no clue but forever and ever that baseline is going to be attached to you know uh keanu reeves opening his coat up and the guy going what the fuck when he sees like all of his guns and he kicks the dude yeah. and they start pulling out the guns it's perfect it's perfect 
shit. So I, I looked it up, and it wasn't it wasn't all day. It was another song that didn't get released off of Swish uh, called God Level. So whatever they all they both came out around the same time. I can't remember how God Level goes. So that that should tell you how important it is. Yeah. But, uh, do, do you yeah, have man. do you have a song in mind, or do you have like a moment in mind from a TV show or or a, a movie or something that you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah, man, exactly. Uh, so I was telling you this this past week that you should watch Watchmen, and if you didn't like, if you weren't instantly like on board after the first episode, then maybe it just wasn't for you. But part of the thing, part of the reason why the first episode won me over so well, is that it it starts and it's very. Um, you know, you know, kind of how like Christopher Nolan, uh, Christopher Nolan's like Batman universe was like, it's like very stark, um, very, what's the word, like kind of earnest, like it, it feels very real, like it could happen. Yeah. And that's, that's how this Watchmen series starts. It feels like, wow, this is just an alternate version of, uh, you know, the race wars happening in Oklahoma or wherever the fuck it was. I think it was Tulsa. Uh, and like, this is how history could have played out. And you start, and it's like, I want to say it's like the 1940s, and uh, like this this town that was filled with black people. They're trying to escape uh, some like clansmen that are attacking the city, right? Like they're burning shit down, blowing shit up, and it's like this all out like crazy ass war. Well, that scene ends with uh, this little black child like escaping from it, right? Like his his father like tucks a note into his his shirt pocket. Uh, he gets gets into a car that takes him out of the city. Uh, some shit happens, and the next time you next time you see him in that scene is that cart had been like knocked off the road and flipped, and he's still alive, but everybody else is dead. And he just takes off uh, walking like down the road. And the transition during that during that scene, they start playing uh, Futures uh, Crushed Up from the Wizard, and like that song starts out. If you want to pull it out pull it up it starts out with like these really like spacey uh crazy weird out of, out of place sounds and like at first it's a little bit jarring and then it transitions to modern day and it's a guy driving a truck and then it's it, it just man it just slaps so well slaps so well and it like made me go oh fuck i forgot how good that song is and then i went and listened to that song and i was like fuck i forgot how good this album is and uh yeah it just sealed me over i was waiting the whole series for another moment like that did it did yeah, it happen so, did another moment like yeah, that happen yeah it, ha- it happens it happens a couple other times but uh the second the second time it happens is with uh sturgill simpson actually so like this 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 fucking show was made for me so They're like future sturgill big blue cock and i was in a hundred percent sold uh so this, wait this is <laughs> i want to hear this I, I haven't heard i haven't listened to this album since we did our our uh uh, review of it. So this is this is what Crushed Up sounds like. Plain Jane, Jackie Chain, Richard Millie. You gonna be the one, bust it down, I can see it. Diamonds in the face, crushed up, I can see it. Diamonds in the face, crushed up, I can see it. Diamonds in the face, crushed up, I can see it. Diamonds in the face, crushed up, I can see it. Diamonds in the face, diamonds in the face. Have a ticket for my rich spill, so be it. I put five pointers in the face, you can see it. I just put my whole damn arm in the fridge. Ten chains on, look at charm on the shit. Ten, ten, I'm gonna put my whole damn arm in the fridge because he's bro, icy. Bro. 
Bro, they they did it so like the visuals matched up so well. Like the transition happens just as the the beat hits, right? And then the 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 bass is coming from that truck, but it's like it was so immersive and just like so well done. And I felt like the song was like probably when that when the show came out, that song was probably just now being released because I don't I don't remember when Watchmen premiered, but uh. But right now, it just felt it felt like a really good like niche pick because it's not a super huge song, like not still spin it or anything. So, yeah, very very tasty. Uh, And then the other thing I was thinking about uh, whenever whenever I was like thinking about the impact of music on uh, on films and on on TV is the fucking song Space Jam from Space Jam. Yes, yes, hell yeah, dude. So it's so good. It's so it's so good. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the space jam. Space jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance. This is the most the 90s song jam. ever, it feels like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like no, you wouldn't hear you wouldn't hear any of these beats. You wouldn't hear any type of like between like the synth and the type of beat and the tempo like there's this type of music is not made anymore it's incredible i think more people need to uh use samples of live audiences as part of their beat (laughs) part part of that song just people cheering and you know what people cheering makes me want to do cheer makes me happy absolutely that's that's just that's just smart that's just smart music production right there Part of my brain thought that song already existed before, before the movie existed. I don't know why I thought that that was a song beforehand, and they were just like, "Oh shit!" Now we have a movie called Space Jam, and this song fits perfectly. Wow! No, it just so it happens this song is like perfectly made for this movie. That's exactly the same title. That no, would be a some, lawsuit. Some some execs, some execs in the room were just like, "We need some type of hip hop beat to go with this." goddamn space jam movie and they sent out the brief and someone executed on it and that's how we got it thank god thank Uh-oh. god for that it's a great that's a great uh it's a good movie it's a great song have you have you watched it recently it's up on netflix i have not watched it recently i watched it constantly when i was a kid but i have not watched it recently i had it on vhs pop that shit in every day mm-hmm. I, I had it on vhs as well but then we lost our vhs player and uh i didn't get to watch it again until college whenever i got it on dvd damn dude it was a gift it was a gift it was a great great gift yeah man so that's that's what what i've been thinking about you know the other thing that um i don't know if you've been paying attention to like any any releases that came out recently um or anything going on in the rap music space but there seems to be this big trend of basically people rolling out their new music onto YouTube first, either as just you can stream it or there's a video associated with it, but they roll it out to YouTube first. And then you have to wait like a week, two weeks, maybe a couple of days uh, before it's actually available on streaming platforms. So the the one that comes to mind here is, is Drake's newest song, Tusi Slide. Yeah, that's that, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Like the last couple Drake songs that I've heard have both only been released on uh 
on YouTube, or at least that's where I first saw them. Tusi Slide is one of them. Didn't they do another one right before that? Uh, so he has a couple things that still aren't available for streaming services um, that he released through SoundCloud and YouTube. But yeah, Tusi Slide's the latest one, and then Future has one um, called uh, Man, what's that called? Ty- Tycoon by Future. Tycoon. Um, what did you think of Tusi Slide? Tusi Slide is uh, it's just a sign of Drake's genius at work. Yeah, like that dude's like, what's this TikTok thing? Oh, okay. Here you go. Here, here's how you do TikTok. The song, cut. There you go. Give me my millions. Uh, it's incredible for that reason, and it's like obnoxiously, I'm not, I'm not obnoxiously catchy. Like, yeah, I don't want to like it, but I like it. I, the video. I thought the video was fantastic. The video I felt was so good. It's just him, just him walking through his house, flexing on everybody. That is his so house, hard. right? Yes. It, and it hurts. It hurts so bad. Like we're in quarantine. Hence why we're not in the same room right now. And, uh, he's in quarantine in that house. That's like being in quarantine in an entire city. He could just be like, Oh, I'm over here in East Tokyo now. <laughs> now I'm over here and I'm in Japan. I mean, whatever but so stupid yeah it's, uh hey, where does he live uh, he's in the hills i believe he's like not that far from um kanye he's like in calabasas of course he's in calabasas that's where the party's uh, at apparently so even even with that video and all the like obnoxious like expensive things and like the square footage of the house that's like that's not what like blew my mind the most. The mo- the thing that blew my mind the most was the jacket that he has on, is like a hundred thousand dollar jacket. Is it really? And he, and he, yes. And in the song, he's talking about that he's he's it's on a lease, and that's because he's renting it because nobody owns that jacket. It's like a one of one, fucking like gets passed around to people. Uh, so the last big name that wore it was Kanye, and uh, I don't know if Kanye had to rent it or if it was just like someone like let him wear it. But uh, yeah, Drake rented that shit for Wait, the video. Tell me more about this this jacket. I don't, I don't, I don't understand so, this jacket. I'm gonna look it up because I don't know if I even so, picture it. Yeah, the camo, the camo jacket that he has on. So why is it why is it so expensive? I'm I'm gonna pull it up. I can't remember exactly what their what the fucking reasoning is behind it. It's it's obnoxious. Um, damn. Welcome to Four Years, the show where we look up stuff and you listen to us while we look it up. Drake shows off rare Roth bomber, $100,000, the Riot, Riot, Riot bomber. Yeah. It's the iconic jacket from it. This I'm reading an article from Complex. There you go. That'll, that'll tell you just about everything you need to know about it. It's a $47,000 <laughs> jacket. Did you say Roth? Did you just call Raph Roth? Is what? How are you supposed to pronounce it? Raff. 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 <laughs> it says it's a forty-seven thousand dollar jacket on Grailed. I don't know what yeah. Grailed is. So Grailed's like uh, eBay for like menswear clothing. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Man, it's it's so obnoxious. So he's got a big he's got a big art collection too. Me too, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you do with that much money. I mean, he's got to spend it on something. Yeah, I mean, he basically prints it now. He could own his own country, I imagine. 
Is he? So. Um, is he a billionaire by now? Is Drake a billionaire by now? I don't think so. I think the only billionaire in rap and hip hop is Kanye. I don't. I don't even think Kanye's a billionaire. I think his. I think Yeezy's valued at a billion, but that doesn't make you a billionaire, does it? I mean, if he owns a hundred percent of it, he does. So Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, man, that's that's crazy. And now I know that you pronounce that Raph. Would you look at that? Yeah, big facts, dog. But uh, yeah, there's this whole there's this whole trend of of cats rolling out everything to YouTube first, and I believe that's because in December of last year, Billboard announced that to make the Billboard uh, top 200, they're going to start factoring in YouTube streams. So I guess what their their thought was is like, now we have to be inclusive of all these platforms where people are streaming and YouTube's like a legit platform. So we have to like take that into consideration. Hmm. Um, right. So like people will continue releasing music like they always do. They'll put out a single and it'll hit on all streaming services. They might put it on YouTube and it'll collect views. But what people like Drake and Future and Lil Uzi Vert realize is like, hey, if I put it only available on YouTube, those views are going to skyrocket like right from the get go. Right. Because it's the only place you can listen to it. And then I'll release it onto the regular streaming services because those are going to do numbers regardless because that's what everybody listens to um, for conveniency or conveniency. Is that word? No, it's not. But that's that's a dope. That's a dope, weird, fake word you just made up there. But uh, yeah, so you just have all these cats like gaming the system, just like they did last time. Not last time, but they continue to do with these long ass albums where they're like, hey, instead of. 12 songs that are really well done i'm gonna have 24 and i'm just gonna get so many fucking streams because people have to listen to 24 songs just to get through the album you know so it's it's, a game dude it's a game it's just like another hold on one second okay it's just like another example of like billboard doing something to like affect their charts and be more in more inclusive or, or just change, change things up to try to like better, better accurately uh, get what the popularity of, of what's out there is like more accurately gauge what that is. Yeah. And instead of like reflecting what's going on, uh, artists just kind of change their habits to like maximize their chances of getting on billboard and then getting credit for all these streams. Right. Uh, so it's like unintended consequences of them doing something and it's uh, I don't know. At, at least for this, like for the YouTube thing, like I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I don't really appreciate that. Like now, artists make these really long albums with a lot more like trash versus like actual good stuff on it. Uh, but at least for like the YouTube thing, like now we might get better music videos. That's that's a that's a perk. I mean, I mean more content. Yeah, you get to you get to see some other cool stuff. I guess. I guess that makes sense. I mean, to me, it's all it's all just like the same the same type of game that that the music industry has been playing this whole time between like record labels and publishers and you know the the different industries built around like like the Billboard uh, you know top lists and stuff like that. Uh, the artists are just kind of. Like they're, they have to figure out ways to get around all those rules because, or not get around, but like take advantage of, it's just, it's just part of the game. 
Um, and it's a little unfortunate because it makes it like, okay, well now I don't know when I, I get to actually listen to this on Spotify, but I mean, you know, I, I don't know how I found Tusi slide. I honestly have no idea. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not subscribed to Drake. Like it just showed up on my YouTube. It was just like, Hey man, you might want to listen to this since you know, we know everything about you. You'll probably enjoy listening to this. And I was like, all right. I would I would say it's more along the lines of like literally everybody on YouTube has viewed this and you're the only person that hasn't at this moment. So here you go. Hey, you're the last idiot. person alive that hasn't seen this, you idiot. <laughs> Dude. Uh so I guess I guess moving along off that topic, we have like a bunch of album releases that have came out in this first quarter of twenty twenty. Um and I, I I know for a fact that you probably haven't listened to to any of them. Like, if I say Eternal Take, does that ring a bell? Is that an artist or an album or a song? Uh, if I say Party Mobile, does that sound familiar at all? Is Party Mobile the uh, shots, 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 shots? Uh, no, no, that's Lil no. John. Is Party Mobile no. the uh, those two guys that wear um, the? No, the... no, it's not. It's not two guys. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if I say three fifteen twenty, does that does that sound familiar at all? No. So, all right. So, <laughs> so that first the first one here. Let's let's just like backtrack then, because those are all pretty. I feel like pretty big releases that have happened in this space. So uh, go ahead and type in yeah, eternal a take. Why is there it? What does a take mean? So this this is little Uzi Vert. Uh, this is little Uzi Vert's latest album. And man, it's it's man, I forgot. Um, it's a play. It's a play off of a cult. Um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, a cult that was in uh, California, I think, called Heaven's Gate. Uh huh. And essentially, this this cult uh, rose to fame uh, and. An, notoriety because all of the all of the members of it committed suicide because they believed that was like how they could like transcend as as most cults do right you know right you like reach maximum like uh harem of women and some level of stress and then you got to tell all of them to kill themselves yeah there's there's nowhere else to go you literally the only where only other place to go is up and by up we mean dead dead (laughs) It's like, it's, it's very weird. It's like, uh, Mormon polygamy and cults are very similar. You know, they just keep growing in the amount of wives slash girlfriends that they have and they hit like a boiling point and like Mormons with their polygamy are just like, all right, well, I can kind of maintain this or I can just like have my own alone time and get away from all the stress. And then Colts with their hands of women are just like, I can't, I can't do this. Like literally I got chased with a baseball bat and shot at today by two of my wives. I guess I got to tell this whole party to kill themselves. <laughs> Cause that's the only way forward. Yeah. The, the, you know, the real big, the real big mistake that most cults make is they piss off the federal government. That's usually when the suicide rules come back into play. It's like once, once you've, once you've pissed off the IRS by not paying any taxes, <laughs> <laughs> why, why should they have to pay any taxes man they're just making hemp bracelets and necklaces and goat milk uh body wash. 
they're just they're just taken from the earth and given back, man. All right. So, uh, not only did I never listen to Eternal Take, uh, I've I've not ever I think listened to a single Lil Uzi Vert song that you haven't forced me to listen to. Well, I think all right. So yeah, Lil Uzi Vert. He's uh the the big star player on Bad and Bougie, right? So that was probably one of the first songs I had to <clears throat> educate you about, right? And then Lil Uzi Vert is on Bad and Bougie. Yeah, man, he has like the best verse. He has the best verse on Bad and Bougie. Oh shit! You should okay. go run. You should run it. You should run it. All right, let's go. Let's let's for everybody else that needs to figure this out as well. Here's here's Migos and Lil Uzi Vert, Bad and Bougie. I you honestly, know, let's, I have no idea. Let's go. You should jump to the three minute. Will you tell me when he starts rapping? Because I, I won't recognize his voice. So now I know why I didn't recognize it because I have literally never listened past the 32nd mark of that song. God, you're missing out, man. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. His flow is so good on that song. It's und- it's undeniable. He just comes on and he has, they're like, Hey man, you got about uh, eight bars to fill here. And he's like, well, shit, I only wrote five and I don't know what to do <laughs> for the beginning. They're like, just say, yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 let's do it. And then that's that's how his uh, how his verse starts. It's so good. It's so good. Um, shit, man. So you don't know anything about Lil Uzi Vert? No, I wouldn't be able to pick him out from a photo montage. Like a Where's Waldo game with me trying to find Where's Lil Uzi Vert would go on forever. Uh, did have I ever have I ever like explained the meaning of his name to you? I don't. I think maybe a long time ago, but I don't remember. All right, so if I don't know if you're going to be able to pull it up, but uh, here, I'm going to send you a link. I'm ready Maybe. for it. I'm going to text you a link, and then we should play this video. Let's try it out. Let's try, let's try it out. All right. Hold but, on. Uh, God, I, I remember when, when I first saw this meme, I, like, laughed my ass off about it because it, it's one of those things where uh, 
the guy's trying to explain where Lil Uzi got his name from or like why he goes by Lil Uzi. And it's like a big conspiracy theory, like fake conspiracy theory. But it sounds like so ludicrous that it could almost be real. It's like, oh shit, I never thought about it like that. Maybe that's what it is. This guy's great. Bro, Lil Uzi Vert sped up as Lucifer. Lil Uzi Vert means he's pointing up Little Uzi vertically, which means he's shooting at the sky, which means he is actually trying to kill God. But yet we know bullets don't go high enough to kill God. And that's why he got signed by Wiz Khalifa, a rapper that's known for getting high. Wiz Khalifa is going to get Lil Uzi Vert high enough to kill God. Now God created everything out of what? Matter. Everything in the world is made out of matter. And little Uzi is promoting. It do not matter. He is trying to stop matter itself, which means he is trying to put an end to everything that exists. What the fuck? <laughs> that's, it. That's, that's, that's the rest of the clip. That's so good. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, little Uzi had a... Lil Uzi had a song called it, uh, it Do Not Matter. That was really big for a while. Uh, and that's what he's referencing in that song. And that, that little whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, man. That dude's so, face stats were pretty legit, too. Pretty terrifying. He had, he had I think it makes... Ultimate Warrior face tats. It really lends itself to the credibility of him as a, as a source. But, yeah, man. So we got Eternal Take, which ended up being a double album. Uh, he rolled out the first part of it which was just straight up called Eternal to Take. It came out on one Friday. Uh, and then he announced basically that Saturday, like, hey, I got like part two coming, right? And in the first half of it, Eternal to Take came out. There was no features on it. And basically front to back, it all sounded exactly the same. <laughs> like literally, literally, you could play like, you could play any song on it. Um, like, and you'd be like, I, I don't know, was that is that a different song or was that the same one? Like, if you play uh, Silly Watch and then play Pop, and you'll be like, I, I think that might be the same song. All right, let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it could be like either one of them could be like an inter like an uh, intermission of the other one. Yeah, a bridge. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't like either of those songs very much. So, pop, pop is the only redeemable song from this this whole first half okay. for me. It's the only one I can listen to and get like kind of hyped to it. Uh, now, if you go back um, to the, to his listing page there, so. The next week, he rolled out Eternal Take Deluxe, which included Love vs. The World 2. And it had a completely different album cover. And this half of the album included features. And this is more like 
oh wow like this is a pretty good album pretty pretty good uh, all the news the top there okay i see yep okay so e- even with that like this this album for me is like kind of subpar um but i don't know i'll let, I'll let you decide and we can play my favorite from this one we can play uh strawberry peels featuring young thug and gunna <laughs> okay i thought i would have thought the 21 savage or the future feature would have been your favorite oh. Well, I mean, we can go. We can go with Yes Sirski. It's great too. Let's let's play Strawberry Peels. That was the first one you thought of. So let's let's do that. Who's rapping right now? What's a strawberry peel? No idea, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought there was a, I thought that, I thought no there was idea. a thing. Okay. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a thing, but we'd have to we'd have to look it up on Genius. So that's the uh, that's the that's the best song on the album, huh? Uh, you know, it's a toss up between it and Yes Sirski. But also note that we listened to almost half of that song and there was no little Uzi vert on it at all. It's just a young thug song. And then like the last 20 seconds, little Uzi does a verse and you're like, oh, okay. You're like, all right, all right, all right. You can claim this one. You can claim this one. It's, I got it. It's also, in my opinion, the best song on the album and it's only a minute and 55 seconds. Yeah. Also, also critical thing to note here. Yeah. That, that tells you something about, about the album. Yeah, man. So, so on the whole, like this is, this is his first album since, 2017 and there was a lot of hype around it a lot of people uh looking forward to it he had been talking about this eternal a take uh album forever and then basically he was like we got it done we got it we got it finished this is like maybe mid 2018 he's like it's coming soon and then he retired from rap and then he had some label issues and he had some problems getting the album released he's like it's done and but they don't want to release it there's all this bullshit around it and finally it gets finally gets released and it's just you know it's mids shit's mids do you do you believe that like do you believe it when they say that oh we're having some issues with the business yeah this doesn't sound true to me it sounds like bullshit it sounds like the fact is everyone everyone makes money when this sort of thing is released so no one no one is incentivized to hold it up yeah the only time i've really believed it was with uh with lil wayne and I felt felt like there was some some shit going on there where like either Birdman wasn't getting paid for that release and wanted to get paid and that was like the problem with it or you know I felt like there might have been some shit there. But anytime any other artist says it, I'm just like that sounds like bullshit, dog. Yeah, I could be wrong. I'm not. I, I mean, I don't, I don't believe. I'm not believing it. I'm not, not here it. for it. Uh, so we'll we'll move on to the the next the next new release that I had that that you missed entirely. So you know who uh, Donald Glover is? Yes. Childish Gambino. The Childish Gambino. So Childish Gambino uh, rolled out a new album this year. I was just listening to Redbone yesterday. Yeah. But did you know that he put out a whole new 
LP? No, I had no idea. Yeah, a lot of the internet didn't know either. It just kind of came and went. And uh, there it is, 31520. That's kind of crazy because Awaken My Love was like huge, mainly because it had that uh, This Is America on it, didn't it? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. When was This Is America? This Is America was just a single that he dropped last year. And that was it. All right. So or two then, years ago. So then now I'm just totally lost. Now I'm like losing losing track of time. I thought Awaken okay. My Love was okay. Uh, yeah, Awaken My Love was like kind of cool just because it was such a departure from anything else he had done. And it was so like good in its respect of what genre it was trying to be, right? Like it's like this r&b super funky super out there uh project okay and i it think, got a lot of praise because of that okay i think i'm starting to understand here what's going on um this this album three fifteen twenty, has 12 songs on it 10 of them <clears throat> have names that are just numbers which i'm assuming is the time codes of when those songs are starting. Correct. That makes sense. And because the first one is zero, zero, zero. And the last one is 5349. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm picking it so, up. So, so this whole thing uh, like went up with a tweet, right? Like he posted um, a tweet as like new music and as a snippet of it, you click the link and it took you to the childish Gambino website. I believe it was called the childish Gambino website, whatever. Uh, and it was just a video uh, of this album front to back. And that was the only way you could listen to it. So okay. it stayed like that for, uh, I, I don't know how long it took him to get the stream version up on Apple music, but it stayed like that. I think maybe for a week. And I, I remember jumping on and like listening to part of it, but I was like, I just couldn't get into it. It was like, you had to have a browser up and like listening to it. It was, it was a big commitment. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, uh, when I look at an album that has like these types of, uh, titles and track lengths and stuff, I think of like an experimental, um, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, chill, lo-fi, or uh like you know environmental ambient style like electro music that's what i think of when i see this am i completely off or am i hitting it on the nose i think i think you're close it's definitely like experimental right um it's still rap and hip-hop but it's it's not of the same caliber of as like the rapping that he was putting out before awake in my love and it's definitely not the same like production quality as Awaken My Love. It's yeah, it just kind of seems like he was kind of messing around with some some stuff and had some things he wanted to say and just put it out the only way he knew possible. Um, but it also, in in my opinion, it feels like it's something that's trying to be uh, different and strange just for the sake of being like contrary, right? Like. I got to put it out this way because I know people will talk about it if I put it out this way. Like, oh, like Donald Glover, like released his album and like you can only view it through his website. And then, you know, none of the tracks are titled or anything. It's just one long 57 minute album. Right. And it, it, yeah, it just kind of feels like, but but why? Why not just roll it out like a normal album? <laughs> you know, like why? Why surprise drop? Why make it hard to listen to it? 
why do all these things? And then like you listen to the quality of it and the quality just isn't like on par with what he's done in the past. So for me, it just kind of feels like, hey, I, I didn't really have it this time, but I want people to play it and listen to it. So I'll check out this website. It's the only way you can find it. So do you have a There's particular no cover? Do you have a particular song or something that because now I'm just curious to see what it sounds like. Yeah, uh, I would go with track four there, 1238. It has a uh, 21 Savage feature on it, but it's a super long song, and I can't remember where 21 Savage comes on. I, I wrote the whole album off as trap. I got to spend <laughs> more time with it, but it's trash. <laughs> uh, someone made a mess of my cone. Someone, like yes. someone bought a paddock in a panic. Yes, yes. Bodie Bentley attic. I go manic. Oh, no. Ooh. Hit the uchi-cuchi till it's slanted. All right, so he's talking about he's talking about taking mushrooms. That's cool. I get it now. Now I get it. Now it totally makes sense. Now yeah. it totally makes sense. Yeah, I I to be honest, I haven't like given this album like as much attention as I think it it probably needs for you to like really like be a fan of it. But at surface level, I was just like, man, a lot of these songs are kind of just hard to listen to. Yeah. Like even that one, it was like the flow, like it was like kind of flowing, like groovy. And then he just starts talking and you're like, what, what am I supposed to do with this? Um, I think if you're a fan of Childish Gambino, like a huge fan, you listen to this and you're like, oh, my God, this dude's leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. He thinks so much differently. But if you're just like a casual fan, you're like, I, I need uh I need my the the heartbeat or Redbone. I need those songs. What the fuck? You yeah. know? I need because of the internet air childish Gambino. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm like I've never been the biggest fan of his music. There's just a handful of songs that I am familiar with because of you know, he's he's very, very much like an internet sensation. Um and he's super talented for being able to do everything that he does, but yeah, I mean, not not all his music hasn't always been my style. It's not my jam. Yeah, it'd be like that, you know. It'd be like that. It do be like uh, that sometimes. 